Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, <gasps> news, and how. She's uh, <coughs> not going to buddy. There are far more airplanes under the sea than there are submarines in the sky. <laughs> My name is Michael Mason. Do we want to start over and do that one over again? We are Brad Polly, hey. Matt Polly. I think we should start over. Together, we are the Inglorious Bastards. Because yeah, it matters. Should we? <laughs> no. Who cares? Okay. <laughs> Announcements. Hey, did you guys know Brad has the opinion this thing doesn't matter? Did you guys know that? Nothing matters. Hey, Brad, what's your opinion on this podcast? Do you podcast? remember three episodes again? You know when that makes Matt matters. triggered because he still doesn't think it is meaningless? Well, I he's given that. it. He's assigned <laughs> it meaning. I never so said therefore, that. it's meaningful to him. It's fine, Brad. We, we went over this three episodes ago. <laughs> That's okay. God we were wrong it. the last two weeks anyway. <laughs> right. It's fine. Absolutely nobody understood what we were saying, but <laughs> yes. it's fine. Don't worry about it. No, we, we got your woke explanations. It's fine. We understand. <laughs> Rigor. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, let me just. Uh, I just saw this button that said "pull it out." I feel like I needed to do that. It said what? Pulling out. Oh. <laughs> Well, good episode, <laughs> right, guys. Good episode. We'll see y'all later. It is 628. <laughs> um, all right, we'll go into it. Hey, hey, what are you drinking? Hey, hey, I've been thinking that if we're going to get through this, we're going to need some fluid. So, hey, I try to ignore hey, thinking I'll never do it again. Nope. I'll describe the beer. Okay. Matt, you've got the whiskey bottle over there. Right. Oh, whiskey. Uh, this is one of the best beers we've had on here in a long time. Yeah, it's the best from the year. Stone, which full disclosure, I generally hate Stone. Usually overhopped yeah. West Coast. Usually bullshit. it's just over overhopped bitter shit. This, however, is the notorious POG, which is a Berliner Weiss style ale with added passion fruit, orange, and guava. It is really really fantastic yeah it, it's yeah. good you could sit out on an 85 degree day and just pound the shit out it's of like 4.7 percent you i mean could just drink a six pack of those without even without thinking. even trying yeah, yeah. it's i might man, try that great. i might try that how many we have left i give that a five star yeah it's it's yeah, that's a five star beer that's yeah. that's really freaking good Notorious. Uh, very good and then pog pog is that what we're doing pog baby yeah it's it point of grace Guava. that's what that is yeah. remember i remember when pog meant point of grace Women in faith. Faithful women of God. What's he doing? I'm not sure what that voice was. Keep the candle burning, guys. Keep it keep it up. Uh, and then we're having... That's uh, Lester in the sound booth at church. Thanks. Mm. It's a new character. I'm workshopping. Yeah, keep on working on that, buddy. Uh, from Rowan's Queef. Uh, Rowan's Queef. Queef. Rowan's Queef. I didn't say Queef. I said Queef. You did, and we no, got said our Romans Queef. Romans Queef. That's hamster. Brad, read the bottle. Is this clearly? Is this, I, the, is this the appropriate time to tell everybody that Matt is in a mood tonight? I'm fi- I'm fine. I really am. <laughs> I really will be fine. He's, the dog was. He is fine whenever he. You know, he's really. Fine the dog never fucking barks fine. except when we try to do the podcast. It's not a big deal. You're the only one bothered. Nobody cares. Okay, well, I can be bothered then. I want to be bothered by it. God. Uh, at least home, we're owning, I came home. At least two we're minutes owning in, that two you minutes want in, to I had be bothered to, by I had to it. yell at Jude to go up to his room because he was screaming at his fucking video game. So it's just... <laughs> How's the not therapy working? <laughs> Man. <laughs> from from Rowan's Queef, uh, we are having the... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Isn't that Mr. Bean's name? <laughs> Rowan Squeef. No, that'd be. <laughs> I think it is. Rowan Atkinson. Yeah. He never talks, so it might be. It, it might from, be Rowan Queef. That's his, his middle Mangina. name. Rowan Queef Atkinson. It's Rowan's <laughs> Creek. Kentucky bourbon whiskey from uh, Bardstown, Kentucky. <laughs> or Rowan. I've been there. And it's good. Uh, it's yeah, it's nice, man. It's, it's not a, super complex, but it's and got, it's also not super expensive. No, but either. there's got a lot. There's a little bit enough going on there. What that was makes that one like forty bucks? That's something I, like something that. Like it's that's not, not super strong. Yeah, I didn't really keep good. track of what we spent that. Yeah, boy, did we ever? <laughs> yeah, shit. yeah, I got that. I got that. Uh, <laughs> hey, that, send me like, that bill. Send me like two hundred bucks, Michael. If we got Jesus a Christ, literal, what'd you buy? A literal box of alcohol in the yeah, back of the literal. car. Yep. I, I was just glad you got more than one thing. I <laughs> yeah. fully expect you to be a, oh, uh, we bought this really nice bottle of blah, blah. That's good. Dude, that's a really yeah, good Yeah, I really man. like that a lot. It's got, it reminds me a little bit of E.H. Taylor. Mm-hmm. It has that nice spice to it, mm-hmm. but like a nice vanilla smoothness. You could also drink a lot of that. Mm-hmm. What's yeah, the proof good. on that, yeah. bad boy? 50? Uh, 50. That's 50. Wow. Oh, it's 100 proof, so it's 50% alcohol, man, but that's, that's super fucking smooth for 50%. It really is. I feel like you get anywhere north about fifty percent, and it starts. That's to get a really well strong. done. That's a well done bourbon, yeah, man. That's like fantastic. That. We think it's done by who? Do we think it's done by? I, well, I think it. I don't know, but it, it says it's from Rowan's Creek Distillery or Rowan's Creek Distillery. But the label looks suspiciously like, like Noah's, Noah's Mill. Mill. Yeah. So it's got it. I'm I'm assuming it's the same company, but yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway, it's really damn good. good. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, this round is on the Pastor's Pub. It's a it's a thing that we do. <laughs> Still, uh, if you'd like to buy reason. us around, uh, <laughs> head on over to patreon.com slash pastors podcast. You get access to our spinoff podcast, access to the pastors pub. It's a closed Facebook group where we talk about life, spirituality, and everything else. Uh, we do have um, bonus content coming up this weekend. Yes. And, and the and following the, weekend. And at least two weeks in a row. Yeah. So. Uh, we'll, we'll try and get a stack a third on top of that. Make it a, sh- yeah, make it a I'm, good I'm, streak. Yeah. I mean, I've got some ideas. I'm an ideas so, man, Michael. I think you proved that with Fuck Mountain. I did. All right. Uh, things discussed in the pub this week. Uh, do you get that uh, herpy derp thing? <laughs> you ready? Yeah. All right. Uh, Joshua Harris is a, isn't a Christian anymore, and people care. This is, the, this is what it sounds like. This is like the wanking motion in audio form. I like. I just. I don't. Care. And for people that keep saying it, we're not going to get him on the podcast. No, so I have I don't zero. Care. I have less than zero interest. I'm sure he's. Him on. He's. I'd, sure rather have, sure I'd rather have my dog on. I'm sure is. he's fine, but he needs to just not be in the spotlight. But the it last time we just... had somebody um, that was from the conservative world that is no longer super conservative, I was a victim of online uh, just, I don't even know what you'd call it. Vitriol. So, uh, vitriol, um, accusations. I got uh, dick pics and gangbangs uh, sent to me by somebody saying I was uh, for the 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 gay agenda like I don't wait what wait, what it was you don't remember was that? I here for that did you tell uh, us about yes that? it was uh, he wait who was it it's some he no got, who was the person that we had on that was oh it the, was Brandon Hatmaker oh oh that was a good interview it was a good it was interview. a good interview but he came from a more conservative point of view and they came out man they were. You got libs blamed, huh? So, so yeah, no, no, no. I did not get libs blamed. I got, I got a, a dude saying I uh, abused my my children and my wife. Uh, I I drive drunk. 
Because um, you list- and he sent me pictures of like uh, his porn collection uh, of his gay porn collection. Yeah, but he's he I was don't he was anti gay. Oh yeah, I did. It was an, I posted in the pub. People blocked him. I I got screwed. Oh, oh, I do. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 So um, so we had him on, and uh, so so I did. You know, I don't think I mentioned this at the time because I didn't want to out this person, but fuck him. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. They. Uh, so I, I searched their username, and the only the only other place that came up their username. Please tell me Pornhub. Nope, uh, it was it was uh, gay fan fiction. There it is. There it is. <laughs> yep. I so. say that's from his. Per- the, the things he sent were from his personal collection. Oh yeah. That he has yeah. in a hidden file in his fucking God. computer. I guarantee it. Yep. So yeah, I forgot about that. So not that not that uh, Joshua Harris brings about that, but. You know, we just don't interview. I just don't give a shit. I don't like. Yeah, let him let him go in peace. Like you said, he needs to be out of the spotlight for a while. Yeah, forever. Actually, uh, I'd be fine with that. And it's fine. I'm sure. I'm sure he is a human on some level. <laughs> I didn't want to say he's a nice guy because then people will come after me for saying he's a nice guy. I don't know the guy. I don't know anything about him other than what I've seen. And haven't in, read his book. Don't go. I don't give a shit. No, I just I don't read. care about him or his life. He can do whatever mm-hmm. he wants. I'm I'm sure. He, I hope. I wish him well. That's how about that? Hope he rides off into the sunset. Like I said, it doesn't affect it. I didn't read it. It had no effect on me whatsoever. So, yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there was a meetup. Not this past week, but the week yeah, before. We I totally to forgot it. to mention it. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry, so there guys. was a getting the hell out of the U.S. while we still can turd meetup <laughs> in Canada. People went to fucking Canada. Uh, and Canadians went to other parts of Canada that they're not. They yeah. don't live in. So um, we had we had some turds that met up. Uh, Ryan Nelson. And for some reason, the American ones came back. I'm not sure yeah, why I, they didn't just I, claim asylum and I, stay there. Like, yeah, I, they left their kids at home or something. Still, I know. Yeah, <laughs> just mail <laughs> them. Can you up mail here. them? I was yeah. gonna say. <laughs> we had Ryan just poke some holes in the box. Amanda, Stacy, Don, and Melissa, and I don't know if there's anybody else. I think that so, was it. But that's. Wanted to get their names out there, yeah. name drop. Oh, Angie shit. Dix couldn't make it. Angie Dix yeah. let the team down. So, <laughs> uh, what? Where are we at next? Oh, uh, Chance the Rapper put out a new subpar album. Man, it's really crap. Like I just could. I not. wouldn't say it's crap. It's just not. It's really boring. It's, it's I got. Guys. I got through two thirds of the four thousand songs on it's it. Super, it was just it's like super eh. vanilla. Who like? I thought I, about this today. Can, if you're going to talk about how Matt just said vanilla as a white guy. <laughs> Is it going to like us all night so I can just prep myself? For like, it's not what? just vanilla. It's vivid. Anything vanilla. I say is going to be. <laughs> I didn't say it. Why are you fucking oh looking at me? I didn't say a word. It's just funny. It's I'm a just... it's vanilla. That's what you say when it's a fucking ordinary album. That's an ordinary flavor of. <laughs> coming, soon, coming next week on Pastor's Podcast. Fucking nothing. We're done. <laughs> Brad finally gets his wish, and this is clubbed over the head like a baby harbor. So seal. long, and thanks for all the fish. <laughs> it's a shitty album. Let me just say, it's, it, okay. it's just, who, yeah, who makes you mean. who writes twenty two fucking songs about their goddamn wedding yeah, and makes yeah, it their man. debut album. Yeah. Who does that? Wait, After can we talk about the debut album? I don't understand. The that. other ones were quote unquote mixtapes. What's the okay? What's I, but this I am, is more. This of is a coming from tape. a white person in Indiana. I have no idea what the fucking difference. This is, is more of a mixtape than. Well, here's the here's the widest thing I've done. I looked it up on Wikipedia. The difference <laughs> at one point because I didn't know. I was like, because like they said, coloring books a mixtape, and this is like forever ago, and I was like. 
how what's the difference in a fucking mixtape and an album? Like, and I, it, it has to do with it being other people's songs and all the collaborations and things like that. But I feel like he's got more collaborations I, on this. Yeah. I, know, I, don't, I know. I don't know. I don't get it. I have no idea. No idea. Okay. Well, so here's that. Right. Anyway, it, it don't waste your time. It, don't waste your time. There's maybe a there's a couple interesting songs that are fine. It's just it's a very ordinary album. So uh, Casey Forrester loves hot dog chat. So any updates in hot dog I corner? Haven't had one this week. No, so. the dog not shop. Since, not since the Coney's. Who let the dog No, but I, I wish I would have taken a picture of it. I was working at a gas station today, and they had thrown out the hot dogs from I don't know three weeks ago maybe and they were just sitting on top of the trash can in front in the middle of their gas station how many people ate them no they, they were in a trash can how many did you eat three but don't worry about it like <laughs> with no ketchup though but they were like shriveled and disgusting i really wish i would have taken a picture of it it, it made me never in a million years want to get roller meat off of one of those why would you not want roller meat dude if you would have seen these you would have never wanted to eat Sold. it shriveled peen and i like. got to hear a manager be pretty racist today that was fun uh, i heard sexist a couple weeks ago god insane, like man. what the f- little you know the gif of homer backing into the bush <laughs> mm-hmm. if i could if i had a bush yeah. behind me that yeah. would have been me yep. yep like it was just literally like uh i prefer to have a bush in front of all me. right whatever right in front of my face a bush in the hand is better than a no a this? bush in the face is worth two <laughs> in the hand yeah. <laughs> is that is that where we're at? Hey, we did get some feedback. Uh, I know this was a feedback section. Um, but we got some feedback. Some uh, my my brother got a text uh, saying from somebody who listens to the podcast. Gonna, yeah. yeah, we need more. We need more. Uh, Need more soundboards. Yeah, it's going to so. take awful more, awfully more people than one person for me to put Not my soundboard me. back on my computer. <laughs> Matt was like, "Finally, I, validation." I don't, I don't miss it. I finally am listening to episodes again. So, uh. <laughs> shove it up your butt. <laughs> All right, that was that was for you. Thank you. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, uh, meditating with Gary Busey. Are we ready for that? Yeah. Man, my computer is just about 30 <laughs> seconds behind. All right. Uh, well, it was made right. in 1995. It's it like the was. original Apple computer. No, it's the last white unibody. The the great white h- hype. Uh-huh. Of course you have a white computer. Fucking yeah. racist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Are you going to play anything? I already or? hit the button, so we're just waiting for the... Wow. Jesus Jeff. Christ. God. I'll... You're listening to Meditating with Gary Busey. Go ahead and hit it again for the end. I'm in no place but my space. That was Meditating with Gary Busey. <laughs> All right, let's do Brightside. Whoops, no wrong one. Doesn't thrill me at all. So tell me why should it be true that I get a belt out of you? What? Why do you even have this? Some get the kicks from cocaine. Hold it! Hold it! What the hell is that? Shit. That's from Mel Brooks movie, Michael. Uh, I never heard Billy, of Billy just creamed himself. <laughs> Is Mel Brooks? Oh, God damn it.
You're listening to Look on the Bright Side with Mr. Brightside himself, Matt Mel Brooks, your bright side, I dare you. Mel Brooks died, that's my bright side. Didn't he die? No, he's still alive. Still dead to me. You absolute horror of a human being. I'm pretty sure. No, he did not die. So, he's not dead, Michael. Dead. Let's Google it. Nope. Dead and living. Yep. <laughs> All right. Glad we cleared that up. Gl- yeah. Glad we pushed through. He's still alive uh, and active. So. You done now? He was in the Battle of the Bulge, by the way. Oh, I, didn't I don't think that. I knew that. No, I didn't know that either. Huh. <sighs> Brightside, what do you got? Uh, breakfast for dinner. Greatest thing ever. And we're, <laughs> we've decided, we've started a tradition the last few weeks of doing it once a week yeah. on Mondays, except tonight's Tuesday. So we did it tonight because we had <laughs> leftovers last night. <clears throat> so we started doing it like on Mondays. We do breakfast for dinner on Mondays. It's just, it's every Monday except when it's not. What are you having? Uh, we, tonight we just did basic bacon, eggs, toast. It's uh, so yeah. easy. And, but well, we switch it up. We'll do waffles, French yeah. toast, pancakes, nice the whole the whole thing hash hash browns but yeah it uh it's just it's just the freaking best i don't know i prefer eating breakfast food at dinner to eating it at breakfast yeah like when i wake up i don't want i don't want a massive just a massive breakfast if i get up and drink coffee and eat pancakes i am sick yeah all day i just i don't want yeah i'm kind of the same way i'm not a big breakfast guy yeah yeah but i I will eat the shit out of it for dinner yeah (laughs) yep all right um Mine is so I uh, my son was had a song stuck in his head, uh, and oh no. I'm gonna play. I'm so scared. Play that right song now. for you. It's right gonna now. have language. It's gonna be fuck this and fuck that. <laughs> no, is it Nas? Is it, no, is it mo- no. Uh, no. most deaf? Okay. Is it, uh, Please tell me he was singing that part. Yes. Yeah, that was it. He just took a you're DNA a, test. You're a, He's a hundred percent that bitch. You're you're a you're a wonderful father. <laughs> I know. Father of the year, right here. Lizzo, my ladies and gentlemen. Just, it's great. It's a Mike, great, such a great song. It yeah, really is. That's gonna be cool when you get a call from the principal's office because he was singing in the cafe. He's a hundred percent. Excuse hey. me, uh Mr. Basinger, I have a Looks at paper. Bad bitch in my <laughs> office. Uh, you need to come pick him up. Yeah. Um, I have no regrets. It's Lizzo. Lizzo's great. I don't know Excuse who that me, is. Mr. and Mrs. Basinger. Yeah, your you, son, should, you should listen to Lizzo. It's your son great. is refusing mm. to go by his actual name. He prefers to be going by Chief Keefe. <laughs> what do you got, Matt? Um, I, I wrote two uh, uh, things for... Um, uh, bonus content. Oh, like in about a day and a half. So, <clears throat> actually, one of them I had worked, I'd been working on for like two weeks, and it finally came together. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> it's one of those I started, and like it got to a good point, and I couldn't fucking figure out where to go from there. Um, I think they're okay. They they felt pretty good. So, well, the jury's still out. Yeah, when I recorded we'll them, did we'll you play. listen to them? I and I have okay. not had time. Okay, so I'm just I don't know. I, I will. Know I Whenever I I put the music at the beginning and the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. I felt pretty good. I haven't written anything in a while that was... I've got like 15 half-started things in my queue, and it's the first one I finished in about six months. That's what she said. <laughs> what? 
I had, I had somebody <laughs> I had somebody text me this week and was like, I miss your PCCs. You need to do more. And I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> you son of a bitch. God. That was, a, that was a nice humble brag there, buddy. No, I was just like, I, I don't have anything to say right now, so yeah. I'm definitely not going to force it. Yeah, uh, That's what she said. What, what did you just delete? Don't, don't worry about it. You're deleting things as we're recording this podcast. I saw something I need to move to my trash. Don't what worry about did you it. move it to your trash? He threw it away. Yeah, it's in my trash thing. Are now. you storing Can it we move on, trash? please? Is that a new, a new file? Michael. God. Can we, can we move on? Was it a dick pic? Yes, Michael, it was a dick pic. It just, was the one I was going to say. You, it's just, a dick pic. Absolutely. It's, it's yep. literally just a mountain of dudes jizzing on each other. Yeah. There. Does that make you happy? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not my thing, but <laughs> somebody's thing. It's. <laughs> went into Rome. Nope. No, it's not. It's not went in Rome. Like at all, hey, not win in Rome at all. Speaking of win in Rome, I'm going to break my glasses. One of these nights, uh-huh. I'm going to throw them in anger so <laughs> hard, I'm going to break oh, them. No. I forgot about, uh, I, I'm, I'm really solid because I can't get the goddamn soundboard to work. Um, uh, speaking what of winning in Rome. on your other computer? Did you know, because it won't play on the, it won't be in Do the Do you need the newsfeed songs? Mix. No, I've got it. I'm ready. I just want to tell you about win in Rome, uh, something I forgot about. Uh, that was the name of uh, Mary Kate Nashley Olsen film. So it was. Why do you know it? that? No, I well, I'd never seen it, but I remember the. Uh, I may have been looking up Mary Kate Nashley Olsen films. I, I, I don't even want to know. No, I, don't I don't care. care. I Move have on. A daughter who's three. Move on. Yeah, those are great role models mm-hmm. to show your daughter, buddy. Hey, <laughs> don't <What>? even. <laughs> How dare you? Number yes. one. How dare me? They were the- great. I am the cute one. She's just my sister. <laughs> Classic of our time. Right. They're but Mel Brooks they're sucks, they're right? They're yeah, got it. Brother they're for they're sale. They're Mike Myers sucks, right? Yeah, got it. Yeah. I man, I would rank Mary Kate and Ashley way above Mike Myers. No, see, that's just that Mel, is just Mel a Brooks. terrible opinion. It's a terrible opinion. Hey, don't it's a troll. Him. It's just a troll opinion. No, he doesn't it, even uh, fucking no. believe that. It's a oh, fucking troll opinion. I he, could... It's I a fucking name, troll opinion. No. I could name more no. Mary Kate Nashley songs than you could Mel Brooks songs. Well, Mel Wait, Brooks movies writes movies. Or, well, he writes songs in the movies, right? Oh Aren't there movies God. in his songs? Aren't there songs in his movies? That is maybe the worst argument I've ever heard in my life. Brother for sale. That's a, that's a Fox News comment section <laughs> argument. Um, uh, can you hear it? Can you can you hear the sound of a straw man being blown over? No, wait, wait, wait. Can you fucking move uh, on, please? PB and J, that song God. about PB and J, that's a pretty good one. Michael, um, Michael. <laughs> All right, uh, here's my newsfeed. Super um, I'm just gonna snoopers. move on to newsfeed. I don't yeah. care if he plays the yeah, uh, I don't song. I, um, I hit the button five minutes ago. It'll, it'll, it'll play. <laughs> <laughs> Did you honestly? My God. <laughs> So, um, have, uh, <laughs> no, no ve- vegans or vegetarians around this table, right? No. I might, might change your mind. Have you seen the video of the chicken crawling off of a plate onto the floor? A no. piece of raw chicken. Raw chicken? Yes. What? Yes. <clears throat> I, I, what? No. Yep. Not real. Yep. 
It sure is. Was it on David Copperfield's plate? It was, yes, it was David Copperfield's raw chicken, Michael. Kenny Rogers Roasters. <laughs> David Copperfield bought him out. Copperfield's cocks. I, I, 100% rooster meat. Copper, that was my nickname in college. Copperfield's cocks. <laughs> Boy, what happened to David Copperfield? He was pretty huge there for a while in the early 90s. He made himself disappear. Yes, he did. <laughs> oh, David Blaine locked him in a coffin in his basement somewhere and he can't get out. Um, <clears throat> he forgot where he was. Uh, so, yeah, this video is pretty gross. Ah, what the fuck? Yeah, right. All right. What? Yeah. So. Over, I'm coming over. Yeah, show Mike. He, he's got it on his. Go over there. You you have it on yours, okay. too. Uh, what yeah, the so, fuck? Holy balls. What is it doing? It's literally like writhing around and then Holy onto the floor. Okay, that... Okay, so... Where are the strings? That's some great puppetry they're doing No, there. it's not. Yeah, so, there's, there's something to that. It's possible that the meat was actually so fresh at that restaurant that the nerve endings of the animal hadn't died yet. That's pretty fresh. That is so fresh. why? Is because it? have you seen in in Japan the uh, they call it live octopus that they'll see. Yeah. It's not yeah. actually live, like but when you pour so- when you pour like they have it sitting over the top of like yeah, rice yeah, and stuff, and you that. pour soy sauce on it, and the tentacles go crazy. It, it's because of nerve endings that haven't died yet. <clears throat> they think that this is probably something. Well, I mean, I've heard chickens run. I mean. Run around like a chicken with your head cut off. That does happen. It does. Yeah. yeah this is uh, pretty. <laughs> that's pretty fresh. If that's the case, like that's I mean, great. But like, yeah, that's pretty sure. I'd be like, check, please. I'm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll have the uh, zucchini, please. Or is that at a restaurant? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yep. Yikes. That's so. Yeah. That's. Uh, it's pretty weird. Yeah. Uh, here's a good story. Uh, when 1,600 asylum seekers were sent to this U.S. town, they were welcomed with housing and open arms. So I figured we could use a good story about this because of the terrible. utter shit show that's happening at yeah. the border. Um, it was in Las Cruces, New Mexico. So keep in mind, relatively close to a border. Yeah. I mean, it's in a sure. bordering state. So, you know, if the narrative was true, everybody, people in these states absolutely hate immigrants, right? Yeah. Uh, not not the case. So in April 2019, the U.S. Customs and Border Protection began, in other words, what we call the SS, uh, began dropping off asylum seekers in Las Cruces, a city of about 100,000, just an hour from the border. Because of, quote, capacity issues, the U.S. Immigration Agency said it would be releasing migrants seeking asylum and placing them in New Mexico and El Paso, Texas. Welcoming more than 1,600 people to show up on your doorstep isn't easy, but it's exactly what Las Cruces did. And they continue to do it thanks to nearly six hundred thousand dollars in city council funding, as well as generous donations. Uh, they have been able to provide temporary housing. Not only that, the majority of the community has offered unconditional acceptance of these folks uh, who have few possessions and nowhere else to go. Uh, so local churches like El Calvario and Heart of the World, as well as other community organizations, held donation drives to collect food, clothes and medical supplies. Without being asked, community residents began hosting their own clothing and food drives and even opening up their homes and businesses to asylum seekers. Some volunteered at the housing facility. Others worked as language interpreters and office workers processing travel documents. Doctors provided medical services and lawyers assisted with legal issues all free of charge. Nice. That's Um, awesome. 
so yeah, I mean, it's just like to me, that's what America should be. I think that's the majority. I think that's of what the majority, is. but man, that is definitely not the loudest. Because it doesn't, it doesn't people. sell man, advertising. Oh Holy shit! It doesn't sell advertising. It doesn't get you ratings. All that all the fucking media wants is for you to be angry. Yeah. Because if yeah. you're angry and fearful, you will keep yeah. watching. Yep. They'll give you like just enough like one good story or something, yeah. and then to keep you like you know what I mean. Yeah. And then the rest is just negative shit. Yep. So anyway, yeah, good stuff. All right. Is that all you got? Yeah. All Any right. more nerve ending stories? No. Uh, no. Do you want me to show some? Exposed? I'm pretty short on nerve endings. Do you want me to show you some exposed nerves right now? <laughs> Not really. What? Who stole the great hope diamond? What killed the dinosaurs? Is this, Who is made this the pizza? What's in your brother's dresser drawers? Mysteries of life. That's <laughs> a, a sick bass line. Waiting. He stands in our trench coats. Dying he knows the word. He knows. He fucking listen. He has a he goddamn knows, with it. I guarantee hold on. he does. He knows the words I'm to this. I'm not even shocked. Snoopers, first class private eyes. Figure out our clearer uppers. Mistresses of disguise. Just out of curiosity, how many kilos of coke did they buy with the royalties from this song? Exactly. Dozens. <laughs> Michael. You've made your point, Michael. There's those exposed nerves I was talking about. <laughs> he knows the words. Why am I shocked? Not, I, I shouldn't be, but here I am. am. Not even here really. I am. Stop. I'm not, I'm not even totally a little bit shocked. shocked. God damn. <laughs> I really uh, got that. Uh, yeah, what do you have? Uh, borderline massive coronary. <laughs> uh, I got a good story, but before that, uh, one through five, pick a number. Four. four, two, two. Uh, number four from WTOC live local now. Sure. Uh, fight over fries at Georgia McDonald's and gunfire and arrest. God. Garden City, Georgia. Georgia woman is in custody after we, the owner. We are an enlightened people in yeah. this country. After the owner of a McDonald's in Garden City said she fired a gun inside the restaurant. The restaurant owner said the woman left with her order and then came back saying the fries were cold. According to the owner, as the manager went to get new fries, the woman went to the kitchen and fired a shot into the floor. Can I tell you, like, we are currently switching over for a major uh, gas station company, corporation, switching over to automatic coffee machines from their drip coffee makers. I can believe this happening. Yep. Yeah. Because we have People been are cussed crazy. at. I mean... I we are being bitched at on a daily basis. I've had coffee cups yes. thrown at me as if as if this is our decision to do this. You're just man. You're just really fucking up my. I life. had a guy yell at me today, like you putting this shit in here. I said, dude, I'm not putting anything in here, man. I'm just here to calibrate. The you're machine. just fucking like, up my routine, yeah, man. I, it's like I so I can I I totally really sorry I left that job. Yeah, <laughs> I totally get this because like, I would have dealt really like, well with that before yeah, I before I did this. Like I. Before we started this rollout, I would have been really skeptical of stories like this. Or like, man, how does that happen? It's just a lone crazy person. No, no people are fucking insane. They yeah. are so angry yeah. that it takes nothing yep. to just set them off. I mean, triggered nothing. So yeah, I I can totally totally buy this. Could you tell the story about what you you sent us today about the guy with the water? Oh my god, that was great. What uh, guy with the fluoride? <laughs> So 
there's a customer who was talking to the manager and he said he was talking about how I don't I don't drink tap water. You know, that's all the chemicals the government's putting in it, man, like that like that fluoride and all that. And uh uh yeah, I, I just don't I don't know. They're they're just trying to they're trying to kill everybody. And then he goes and he <laughs> immediately to the front register and get buys a can of Copenhagen. <laughs> Like, you can't even fucking... I don't know how the you onion can't. does it. I you know. can't write fucking satire no, anymore. you can't. Literally, it, America is a parody of itself it is. now. It, it really is. It is unbelievable. Yeah, it is. God. <laughs> anyway, that, there that was a... The phone's ringing. Can it's another fucking... It's, who do I know with Gary, Indiana? Nobody. Fucking nobody. Michael Jackson's ghost. Um, <laughs> it's probably Tito. Want money again. Give me um, my money. I want to touch you, Matt. You got nice boyish features. Wow. That Boy. doesn't sound like Tito. It's supposed to be Tito, Michael. Uh, does it sound like Tito? That's our fucking hashtag. <laughs> that doesn't Sorry, I sound... Going, I was going for more of a germane vibe. <laughs> <laughs> then I come across. No. Uh, good, good news. It was definitely anyway, Latoya. Anyway, the lady was... I, she was arrested, obviously. Um, aggravated assault and battery. Anyway, yeah, she fucking fired a gun over... Got into a brawl, threw her cup at the manager. Yeah, they gave her... I believe it. Over cold fucking fries. Like... Yeah. I, you paid probably maximum two dollars for this fries. They're dollar fries. You but can get a it, good even, size fry for even, a dollar. Even if you spent like decent money on them, it's, it's, it's fucking, fries. It's fries, yeah. man. Like you can bring up something like that without losing your collect your absolute shit. Like yeah, I know, man. It is just, just go and ask for another batch of fries. I've done. We that live before. in a genuinely angry country. If like, you're yelling at somebody over fries, I can't tell you how many times I've said to managers in these gas stations, like, because they'll will be I'll be trained or whatever, and some customer comes in and bitches, and they'll just the manager's just like, ugh. I can't tell you how many times I've said they were angry long before they came in here. Yep, yep. I've, I've it has that nothing to do with the coffee, nothing to do with you. They are just an angry person. Period. Yep. So, man, yeah, we just live in a deeply angry country. Yep. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, good news from NPR. Uh, going along side. with the uh, border that you were, the yes. Las Cruces. Literal uh, shit, right? Did you see the seesaw diplomacy? Oh, dude, it's so great. So, yeah. Uh, a stretch of the border wall between the U.S. and Mexico was adorn- adorned with a set of pink seesaws this week, allowing children and grown-ups to play together across the border. The event was filled with joy, excitement, and togetherness, says the architect Ronald R-A-E-L? R-A-E-L? Rail? Rail? Sure. Okay. Uh, The seesaws were installed on Sunday when their steel beams were eased through the slats of the tall fence that divides Sunland Park, Mexico from Colonus Anapra, a community on the western side of Ciudad Juarez in Mexico. Everyone was very happy and excited to engage the seesaws. Uh, Rail says via email describing the mood at Sunday's event. And while he admits to being a little nervous about the completion of a project that had been brewing for 10 years, he says it went off without a hitch. It was peaceful and fun, a day at the park for children and mothers of Anapara. Uh, the seesaws were created by Rail and a fellow architect, Virginia San Fratello. Fratello? Let's go with that. Uh, the two are partners in a design firm, but by installing playground toys, they sought to tweak the meaning of a border fence. Uh, the wall became a literal fulcrum for U.S.-Mexico relations. Love it. Yep. Uh, he teaches at the uh, University of California, Berkeley, uh, and he added, children and adults were connected in meaningful ways on both sides with the recognition that the actions that take place on one side have a direct consequence on the other side. Um, I call this creative resistance. That's yeah, that's what it is. Uh, the U.S. Border Patrol did not have a problem with it, nor did soldiers from Mexico. Which I'm really surprised. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
Uh, yeah, I'm actually really surprised. Border. I don't agents think didn't. all border agents are assholes. I, I mean, I guess I can. I can't prove that. I can't prove it. I guess I can understand. Like, I mean, if I, I don't know. Man. I don't know. I guess I can understand the the plight of a border agent who means well. Like, maybe got into the job genuinely trying to like protect our country. I get it. Like, yeah. there are shitloads of drugs coming in from Mexico and whatever. Like. You know, so I can I can understand the plight who's now in this job and caught with a under a shitty administration whose new yeah. boss is a literal racist. What do you do? I mean, do you just know. quit? I mean, it, I, you could quit, but then you can't pay your bills. I it's it's I a I, I can understand. I can understand how difficult that would be. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I no, I don't think they're all shitty people, but man. Yeah, it's not. There are a number that are. Yes. And I think by uh, yeah. my guess is the majority. Um, no, I'm not going to say that. that's too broad a generalization. Yeah. I was going to say the majority were probably racist and just hiding it. And now they have. Well, there's a lot of. They have uh, open license. Lot of, open license to engage A lot that. of white supremacists in, co- in uh, yeah. police organizations. So, so. Again, I, I don't want to say that because I don't know if that's, that's necessarily fair. So, But anyway, that's good news. That's like you said, that's creative resistance. And that's a, that's a good thing. So. Cool. Can Michael? I, can I create a segment within a segment? <laughs> Will you grab your phone? Why? You pull up Google. Oh, God. It, it's, it's nothing. There's no dicks involved. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, um, good. Uh, type in... You know the fact that you had to say that says a whole lot? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> type in Type what, in Michael? yawning rabbit. Just And then go to image. Is that not terrifying? <laughs> okay, that's pretty great. <laughs> Boy, that is a little terrifying. I've always thought they were pretty cute. Some of them kind of just look like they're laughing hysterically. That though. is the shit of nightmares. <laughs> Most of them look like they're screaming. Can, can I can I ask how you came up with that? Or don't, don't worry about it. Oh, I'm not. Believe me. Um, I'm, I'm a little this isn't really a product it. update, but more of a hot dog corner for Casey Forrester. Um... <laughs> There's a new listing Hot on Hot Dog Corner. Hot Dog Corner. <laughs> See, it was fine when I did something, and then you just had I to riffed. F- I riffed on it. Is by you riff you sure mean did. fucking ruined it, or no? That was great. My my rendition, uh, my cover of your song was great. Yeah, this is the last week. I'm, yes, done. I'm please, fucking done with this shit. Please, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with them. I'm just done. Okay, uh, so um, Airbnb has a new listing, friends, uh, and it's entitled. It's in Evanston. Um, it's entitled "Relish a Stay in the Real Oscar Mayer Wienermobile." Nice. Get it? Relish, Brad? Did you get, get it? that? You see, it's funny because uh. hot dog lovers were calling you home. For one night only, you can have the opportunity to eat hot dogs, dream of hot dogs, and yes, live in a hot dog. I would like to drive the Wienermobile just once in my life. Yeah, it'd be kind of fun. Yeah. It'd be like just driving a car. Yeah, but it's shaped like a hot dog. I mean, I mean or that's, a penis. Pretty, that's pretty great, though. Like, as far as automobiles go. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the experience is probably the same as driving a car. Hey, fuck you. Stop shitting 20, on my dream. It's all right, 20, will you? Seven. You know what? You guys literally shit on me for like a hundred fucking episodes now. Not on your dreams because your dreams died long ago. Matt, 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 Matt. I'm going to say something and then you're going to say same. Are you ready? It's a 27 foot long hot dog. 
Mine's 28. There. Fucking ruined it. God damn it. Uh, um, yeah. It's not. No, we, we know it's not 28. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks yeah. for clearing that up. I would be dead if that were the case. Wait, what? Wow, boy. Well, I'm, that, sitting, uh, I'm sitting across from Boy, that's... Uh, yeah, that's... That got a little dark. <laughs> I, what? What? The I'm sitting across fu- from Matt right what now. What the fuck is going on? Know. Who the fuck are the Canoes? God. <laughs> yeah. So hot yeah. dogs. That's great. Am I right? Yeah. Can mm-hmm. you put your stories on Twitter on up so I can put them on Twitter, please? All right. Uh, can you send them. What's the deal with uh, Fortnite? What's the deal? He's, he's just having his own podcast right now. I, I Do you realize what's that? happening? He's literally just having his own podcast. <laughs> like he's not this even engaging him. us. No, he's not. And this <laughs> is just having his own. He's having this his is, own thing. This is him. Like he he apparently watched like one episode of comedians in cars getting coffee, and all of a sudden he's Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> all of a sudden he decides he's going to break out of Jerry Seinfeld. That's great because <laughs> Newsflash Seinfeld's crap. So I know, that's a pretty great show. Yeah, that's pretty actually. good. Show. No, it's not. Have yeah, you watched it? Yeah. No, yeah. He, no, has, you fucking haven't. Shit. You haven't watched that show. Don't even. I've seen episodes. Oh, for shit. <laughs> you you probably saw a clip. Can you send your stories, please? God damn it. Do you guys hear about the guy who won, th- the kid who won $3 million playing Fortnite? I did hear about that. That's a lot of money. A lot of people are upset about it, but for those people that are upset, I say, fuck you. Because <laughs> who gives a shit? He's living the dream. I, it's, uh, yeah. Well, I don't what's, care. There was some kid made like $10 million yeah. of his, of opening toys on his YouTube channel. So, like, yeah. I mean, or whatever insane amount of money yeah, he makes. God. I mean, no, like, but, but seriously, fuck that kid. This kid's better. Yeah. <laughs> what's the difference? That, this kid actually. I guess accomplish something. He plays video games. This other kid's being exploited by his parents for money. Who gives a shit? He's gonna have, he's gonna be a millionaire the rest of his life. Yeah, video. but he's still exploited by his parents for money, dude. My I, okay, my parents so, want to exploit me for twenty million dollars. Knock yourself. I was out. I was talking I was talking to Mandy. So like our just, uh, our seven year old. Let me let me backup truck dot gif that real quick. Our our second. <laughs> Our seven-year-old is now watching this just completely shitty family on YouTube. I can't remember their names, but... Kardashians? No, they're worth like $30 million from fucking YouTube. And I was telling Mandy, like, we were talking about this, and I said, dude, these kids are fucked. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, they are literally just... like Like, there has got to be psychological damage for being raised on television. Like... That these kids are being every every waking moment of their lives is being put on mm-hmm. of the, the of them growing up is being put on. Oh, YouTube. you think everything's a performance? I mean, I mean, there's no, they there's nothing's normal. Utterly fucked. Like, because yeah. I was thinking, this that's going to go away. This at some does point. exactly. This doesn't last forever. Something no. else. This goes away, and then you're left with what? And they're all spending the same amount of money that they're earning. Yes. that's the thing. They're, they're spending millions yeah. of dollars to keep up this charade. It's insane. Anyway, this kid, uh, Kyle. Booga Gearsdorf. Booga, 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 booga. Uh, he won the Fortnite World Cup. So he won mm. more than. Uh, Congrats to him. Than Tiger yeah, won. Rowan's Creek has to have a pretty good amount of rye in it. Yeah. At the so. World Cup. Is that any place? Tiger? World Cup? Who? World Cup? Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all? No, that's soccer. What's the. What's the. What's the. Open? U.S. Open? Yeah. No, that's, or is that tennis? Michael. It, there's Jesus U.S. Christ. Open it's in both. golf and tennis, Michael. Okay. Well, <sighs> he's he's just having his own he thing, is. man. I like, don't know what he's doing. I don't know. Guys, I'm just living life. Okay, can I we know. move on to Foofy now? Can you calm it's down? It's 10 after 7. Okay, fine. 
Everybody hates. I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> Go oh. ahead. What? Do you think? God, what a mess. What a fucking mess this is. Bring back the soundboards. <laughs> God damn it. As soon as I... Ah, fuck. All right, what are we doing? This is, Matt, this was your baby. What do we, what do we got? Will's my baby because you guys had nothing. <laughs> you, when have you ever had anything besides this week? Literally three weeks ago was okay. my idea. Okay, good job. Literally the last three episodes have been my idea. You're doing a good job. When have you ever done anything? My I, God. <laughs> I, I'm literally just mirroring what you're saying. It's I just want to. I just want to go home. <laughs> what are we doing? Can you just just move on? We're doing Pastor's Movie Night, okay? Because we've never really done it. For some reason, we've never really talked about like just selected movies that we like and are in some way important to us or whatever. However you yeah. want to say it, and really talked about things that we have. I don't want to say learn from them, but just just themes and spiritual things that we've discovered in them movies just, that speak to us yeah. on a on a deeper, deeper level, level than yeah, just sure. oh that was entertaining yeah we've never yeah. done that so right. and maybe maybe we'll do it regular like a semi-regular yeah, yeah, probably so. not. all right go ahead debbie does dallas is my choice <laughs> learned a lot in that one actually i've never seen it isn't it any good i've never seen it i wonder if it holds up <laughs> you're gonna put out a 4k re-release of that Double feature with a deep throat. <laughs> Haven't seen that either. <sighs> Michael, what are you doing? What movie you got? I don't want to go first. I'm not going first. Matt, go first. <laughs> yeah, lead the way, Sensei. Show us. Let's go going. around. You do one. I'll do one. Michael does one, and then we'll go back around. I don't. Are know. we I've doing more? Than one. Okay. Well, then I'll, I've fine. got two. Well, then maybe you should go first and God last. All right. Fine. I'll go first. Uh, first one I've got is uh, High Fidelity. Yep. Um, John Cusack, Jack Black. Yeah, man. Just right there. Yeah. Like, so, uh, it's a Lisa Bonet vehicle. Um, so Joan Cusack for some reason. She's there. there but, well, I mean, I'm guessing John got her the job. Never. Anyway, um, she was, she was, great Hey Rob, in, you she was, fucking asshole. She's great. In yeah. Just FYI, there's gonna be a lot of quoting in this. Um, so. so, okay. So for those that haven't seen the movie takes place in Chicago, uh, it follows a guy named Rob who owns a record store, which all of automatically based on I'm the Nick Hornby uh, book, book High Fidelity. Yeah. So, um, basically, the basic premise is it's it starts with a guy who, when the movie starts, he's breaking up. His girlfriend is leaving him. Uh, she's walking out the door, and so then it launches into this thing where he starts digging up. He's trying to figure out what the fuck is wrong with him, and he goes and looks up his the the top five the the movie centers a lot on top five lists of yeah. whatever the top five all-time breakups mm-hmm. in his life so then he starts going and searching out these these women and asking them why they broke up with him why they left him and he tries to figure out why he is con- continually being left <clears throat> so basically the the movie for me culminates in a couple of scenes and he 
the, the movie talks about how he kind of has just gone from like pinballed between one relationship, bad relationship to another, to another, to another. And then it, he talks about how he met Laura, who was the girl that was leaving the woman who was leaving him at the beginning. And so it culminates in a couple of scenes. And one, uh, is he says, uh, a line where he's talking about how he's constantly, instead of using his brain, just lived by his guts. Yeah. his entire life and he says i've come to the conclusion that my guts have shit for brains yeah <laughs> so like he's talking about this idea of just constantly pinballing between one thing and another because he's he just oh i i want to do this well then i'm i'm bored with that i'm going to go do this i'm bored with that i'm going to go do this and so uh then the 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 my favorite scene of the entire movie takes place in a bar where he meets Laura, they got had gotten back together, and then he starts flirting with this other girl. Mm-hmm. And Laura comes in, sits across from him, and uh, she he basically says like asks her to marry him, and she's like basically laughs at him, laughs at him mm-hmm. because she's like, uh, so like you were flirting with that girl last week, and she's like <laughs> he was making her a mixtape, yeah, and yeah. She, so he's like she's like you know. Pardon me if I don't think you're the world's safest bet. And he says, would you would you marry me if I was? And so then he launches into this talk about how there's the reality and the fantasy. Yeah. And how, you know, in his fantasy, these other women, they've got, you know, sexy lingerie and all that it? stuff. Got and you've got the... I've got the clip. Yeah, then play it. Okay. Yeah. It's a great scene. There's never any problems. Wait, let me back it up. Hold on. That other girl or other women, whatever. I mean, I was thinking that they're just fantasies. You know? And they always seem really great because there's never any problems. And if there are, they're cute problems. Like, you know, we bought each other the same Christmas present or she wants to go see a movie that I've already seen, you know? And then I come home and you and I have real problems and you don't even want to see the movie I want to see, period. And there's no lingerie and... I have lingerie. Yes, you do. You have great lingerie, but you also have the cotton underwear that's been washed a thousand times and it's hanging on the thing. And, <laughs> and they have it too. It's just I don't have to see it because it's not the fantasy. Do you understand? I'm tired of the fantasy. Because... Yeah. That is one of my favorite scenes in a movie ever. Yeah. This movie is a top five favorite movie of mine ever. <laughs> It is like top in, five movies go top five movies. And, and the reason is I was just I, the last time I saw this, it was like, have you ever seen something or you've read something and like a thousand times and all of a sudden you see or read it again and all of a sudden like a new depth of meaning Yep. of in, in that the last time I watched this movie was a couple months back and it hit me why I love it so much because this movie is about being present. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it clicked with me like, oh God, that's why it yeah. speaks to me so much because he is the whole movie is about him dredging up his past his mm-hmm. all the mistakes he's made trying to figure out why he's unlovable and all this shit like and then he finally just realizes he has this moment of clarity in that in the bar where he's talking about i'm i'm not i'm tired of living in the future i'm tired of living in the past i'm just gonna i'm just gonna be right here yeah because this is because he uh, there's another scene where he says you know what we had what laura and i had like it sounds boring but it wasn't. Yep. Like it was just good, mm-hmm. but really good. It's what he says. Like yeah. that there's this, you, you can constantly live your life with regrets or you can constantly look to the future 
and drive yourself crazy of what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do in the future? I want, I want this instead of what I have here in the present. And finally he just settles in and goes, no, what I have now in the present is good. Yeah. Yeah. The present is good. I want what's in the present. And that just really, man, like the, like I said, the last time I saw it, it clicked with me. So when you brought this up, Hey, let's do this, this topic. The, this is the first movie that came to it my mind. It was the second movie I thought like, of. Yeah. And it's for that reason, yeah. because it's just about, it's about presence, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I just, I, I just absolutely freaking adore it. Plus it's it, for me, Jack Black's best movie. Oh, he's so good. It's <laughs> just Jack Black being Jack he's Black. so goddamn oh, good he's so in good. it. Did he have another good movie? Natural Libre is pretty good. It's okay. Yeah. I, I've never been a massive Jack Black fan that he is so good in this yeah. movie. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, that if you haven't seen High Fidelity, it's worth your. It's, it's a '90s movie, so take it for what it's worth. The soundtrack, the soundtrack kicks is fucking yes. ass. The soundtrack like, is amazing. Yeah. It's just, it's great. It's a great flick. Rob, do we know crime, uh, top five crimes committed by Stevie Wonder in the '80s, '90s? Go. <laughs> Sub question: Is it wrong to criticize a formerly great artist for his latter day sins? Is it better to burn out or to fade away? Um, uh, look up places you can watch it. You can rent it just about anywhere. Is on it not Am- on Netflix? Amazon? It's, no, uh, I don't think not, it is. No, uh, you can sucks. rent it for like three bucks on uh, Amazon Prime. It's worth it. It's YouTube, worth it. It's fun. It's fucking hilarious. It's great, and, man. It's just a really well done movie. Yeah. So. And if you Sweet. watch it with Brad Piggins, he will point out that the Green Mill is where he spent a lot of time, the bar there. Yeah. So, yep. Also, well, one of the things that I liked about what you're saying, too, is I, I think there's something true about just in relationships yes. about um, find, and life in general, finding beauty in the ordinary, finding yep. beauty in not, not. You know, you know what I mean. In the in the mundane, in the mm-hmm. the the underwear that's been yes. that's been worn a thousand times. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and same with like art. Like we love uh, beautiful places. We've talked about that. We mm-hmm. talked about uh, Notre Dame, <laughs> right? Um, this it's this. What, um, what was I don't that? Know. It's sexy Notre Dame. Don't worry. About <laughs> it. I'm workshopping it. Yeah, you remember when that was happening? And Michael was like, "I don't give a shit. Nobody yeah. cares. Uh-huh. Yeah, nobody cares." Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just a building at all. At all. They can just move on, Michael. Yeah. Just but, but there's something about it. You guys were, were, were very upset because it was it was a, a beautiful place. Yes. Uh, and, and it had been lived in and it wasn't perfect. Right. Uh, and I'm sure whatever they put up is going to see is going to pale in comparison to the original beauty that it had before. But but it's something that's been lived in. And um, and it, it's seen some shit, mm-hmm. man. There's yeah. a great the end of that movie is really great, too, because he he's making it shows him sitting and making a compilation tape for Laura. Yeah, that's how... And he says, that last line is, for the first time, I can sort of see how that's done. Yep. Um, You know, full of songs that she likes. Yes. And and he says, for the first time, I can see how that's done. Yeah, he's finally not doing something for his own self-interest. Yeah, he's doing something for another person. So, um, yeah, yeah, that movie's just... It's great. It is. It's literally one of my my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I fell in love with it the first time I saw it. I watched it. Pickens was like, hey, I got this movie. This was like... Jesus, early two thousands. He was like, yeah. He's. I was down there, and he's like, oh, I got this movie. You got to watch it. Like, you can see my apartment building I lived in <laughs> yeah. Chicago in the background. <laughs> of one of them. Yeah. Um, and I just fell in love with the movie, mm-hmm. and I've loved it ever since. Yep. So, Sweet. Michael, what do you got? Oh, my turn. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I was preparing for Matt's because I was going to tell you where to watch Matt's, but uh, I can do mine. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Do, you, do yours. Yeah, uh, it's a Big Lebowski. I'm sure. Of course, shot that. that. Yeah, that um, was going to be my. I, yeah. When you took it, and I was like, okay, well, I'll find yeah. it. Oh, high fidelity. You can um, watch uh, Big Lebowski on Stars and Cinemax. Also, for rent on YouTube for $4. It's a little bit more pricey than high fidelity. 
So okay, or you can borrow it from Matt. It's only it's occasionally on Netflix too. Occasionally, yeah. yeah. Um, my all time top five top movie. It's my favorite movie. It is me too. It's I, not even yeah, close. I still laugh. I've yeah. seen it a hundred mm-hmm. times. Yep. Yeah. I laugh when I quote it. Yep. I laugh when I watch it. Yeah. And I'm there like, is, I'm not sure that there's a conversation you and I have had ever. in the last 15 years. No, without some kind of without reference. A Lebowski yeah. quote. I know. Yeah. I li- literally had to watch that movie just to understand what the fuck you guys were talking about. For the <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, but we were right, weren't we? It's no, a, it's a, it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Just to tell you how, how much I love that movie. I was looking for stickers last night to put on my tool cart at work. <laughs> yes. And I, I, I had, I had a in, truck that I had, I had a yeah, couple of, I had, I had a couple of my, uh, Saturn, my first Saturn. What did I have on a, on my truck? I had, uh, I can matter. get you a toe. Yeah. And I had... It don't uh, matter to Jesus. It don't matter to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to get a... I've got three of them in my cart. I haven't ordered them yet because they're only a dollar right, right now. Right. And one of them is... Uh, she has to feed the monkey, man. Because <laughs> um, nobody's going to fucking get that no. unless you've seen the yeah. fucking movie. There's yeah. no way you're getting that unless you've seen the movie. She's got to feed, feed the, the monkey, monkey, man. Y- you know, man. <laughs> Can I just say I'm getting flashbacks to... Uh, to pastors using like clips of the matrix as part of their sermon <laughs> illustrations. That's what this episode is. This is I, I actually, I actually thought about using the matrix as a total cliche. Yeah. Like yeah. I, t- I thought yeah. about it. You see Neo. You see, like, uh, Jesus, yeah. Uh, you um, see the matrix is, like, yeah. The, the sequels were shit about the matrix. Uh, the first one I th- still think is a pretty good movie. Oh, I just saw that for the first time the last weekend. Sequels, the sequels are rough, but yeah. I wonder how I would like it now. Cause I mean, s- spoiler, if, if you don't want spoilers, fast forward 30 seconds, <laughs> one, two, Three. All right. Uh, it ends in, in peace. It ends in they yeah. come to a peaceful resolution. I right. wonder how, how that would sit with it. It ends though. with Keanu Reeves in a crucifix form. So yeah. it's a little heavy handed. It's a little it's a little too on the It's nose. a lot heavy handed. You mean Neo? That's not one of the. It doesn't mean the one. It's <laughs> Neo, you rearrange the words. It's anyway. Do you see? You see why it's, why it's deep and meaningful? Yeah. <laughs> You mean like the red pill represents hell and the the blue pill represents and Neo heaven? raises and you get the a Trinity to lie, um, or the Trinity raises Neo to lie. And um, Morpheus, Michael, is- stop! All right. Um, so Lebowski, is there a point to the movie? Like the the movie centers around That's, um, you know I don't think there is. I don't That's think one of is. the beautiful things about the movie is there's not a fucking point. No, yeah. it's just this. It's almost like this. Um, like a classic caper a little bit like it, you know yeah. like it, it's the premise is essentially that uh woo pees on his rug it's about a low functioning stoner yeah i that, mean that's really that what gets the mistaken that gets movie. mistaken for a millionaire and whose wife ran away is kidnapped bunny and, and the, the, light, the light of my life <laughs> um and, and yeah and I'll it, suck your cock for a thousand dollars <laughs> Jared reed may she rest in peace one one of the uh, one of the stickers you can get is I gotta I gotta go find a cash machine. Um, it's also Philip Seymour Hoffman, one of his best. It's like, great. One of his just it's just a, a bit role, but my god, it's great. <laughs> it, it, it like Philip Seymour Hoffman did in about everything, played it perfectly. perfect. Yeah. yeah, like he was such a great actor. Yeah, Brian can't watch it. I gotta pay a thousand. <laughs> That's, That's marvelous. marvelous. <laughs> um, anyway, so essentially, what happens is the the. That the dude is just caught in uh, Jeff Bridges' character is just caught in the middle of this thing. He has nothing to do with. Yeah. But is is sort of sucked into the middle yes. of this thing, and it has to play out. Yep. Um. So one of the things I want to talk about, and this is the idea of uh, that Kathleen Falsani talked about in her first interview. I was going to make sure we 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 uh, reference Kathleen Falsani. She did write a book on this. Yeah, on the Coen yeah, Brothers yeah. movies, and she talks about in in that book. She talks about the Big Lebowski. She talks about the the 
Jewish mystical concept of Lamed Vavik, which is the idea. It's a it's a it's a very Jewish mystical idea that there are always thirty six righteous people on earth, yeah, and that God spares humanity because of these 36 righteous people sort of like the the whole idea of sodom and gomorrah when abraham bargains yep. with god if, if i find 50 righteous people if i find 40 bargains him down to like 10 people yep um but the idea is that there's there's always i mean the movie starts with sometimes there's a man yep. and he's the man for his time and yes. place and, and that's the dude and, <laughs> and he, he literally just gets sucked into this thing yes he plays the righteous man through this whole thing yes. and tries to do the right thing. No matter how bad he fucks it up as a low functioning standard. or how bad Walter yeah. fucks it up. <laughs> Dude. And Walter subject, one of my favorite characters in movies, it's history. John Goodman's best role. And it's not yeah. even close. I like, mean, he's really he's, good in Barton Fink too. Yeah, but, but he's, yeah, it's, he's, yeah. John Goodman's good in about anything. Yeah, he, he does, is. but he's really great in Flintstones. <laughs> uh, he was good at this coach in Revenge of the Nerds too. Which, by the way, there's rape in that movie. Um, Boy, is and, there ever? And well, I watched that in the break room the other day. Dude, Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, Ooh. the first Revenge of the Nerds. Total rape. Well, I was like, rape, sexual assault. Man, sexual, like, like you, it's one of those things. That, like, God damn, that movie doesn't get made today, and it's good that it uh-huh. doesn't get made today. Yeah. Like, I watched it like in high school. Voyeurism. Like, this is and hilarious, like, and then it's like. Oh, okay. Well, this is problematic. Oh, he raped her, he number, raped her in the moon room for a number of and now reasons. She's his, now she's his girlfriend because that's how that works. It's pretty fucked up. Anyway, you just got your asses whipped by a bunch of goddamn nerds. All right, go ahead. That's my next movie. Um, <laughs> the spiritual dimensions of Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, there aren't any. Uh, there aren't any. Um, my, mine is dirty work. <laughs> <laughs> dirty work and Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Um, See Lloyd Christmas. So anyway, the Christ figure, because <laughs> his name literally means Lloyd of the Christ Mass. Right. Samsonite. Um, I was, I was way, way off. off. Um, boy, did you look at the butt on that? <laughs> yeah, he must work out. <laughs> I knew. I knew this is what this would be like. Everybody that heard what was going to happen uh, at the beginning of Foofy uh, knew what this is going to be like. Uh, I anyway, I, I love the idea of of people who are in their t- in in at the right time in the right place. Yeah. And and what's interesting about that whole concept is that they may not, those those 36 righteous people may not even know it's them. Yep. Um and I think we find I think you know Kathleen mentioned Patton Oswald is one of those somebody she considers Oh, he's great. Uh, somebody I just they're in, they're in the right time. Yeah. They're very prophetic, I think. Yeah. Um like I said whether they know it or not, they they stand in, in a place where they they're they're the the man or the woman for their time. Yeah, and and I think there are people like that, and those yep. are the people that give us hope. Yep. and those people literally do save mankind in some in some form. Like they, yep, they stand in the gap for people who can't stand for themselves. Yes, and I, I think that's to me that's the that's probably the biggest takeaway from that whole thing. Um, but I think there's also um, <coughs> I think there's some other there's several other things that, that came out of that movie for me. One is. Walter, obviously. Oh God! But I, I, I kind of realized today, and you could disagree with this because like, I haven't really thought it through. But I feel like Walter is a man who lives in the moment more than even so than maybe the dude. What's he always saying? Fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, whatever yeah. happened. Yeah. Like <laughs> how the drop go? Dude's car got a little dinged up. <laughs> like no matter what happens, hey, high on the heat, dude. As the ex used to say, "What the fuck are you talking about, man? What is that?" Theodore Herzl, State of Israel. Um, if you will it, dude, it is no dream. <laughs> Michael's checked out. No. Anyway, um, 
I just I, I I've been in enough board meetings with you guys like this. Yeah, can't believe I can't believe you brought a Pomeranian bowling. What do you mean brought it bowling? I didn't buy it shoe rent it shoes. I'm not buying it a fucking beer. It's not taking your fucking turn, dude. <laughs> um, anyway, but like I mean, how many times does that movie just say fuck it? Let's go bowling. Yeah. Like he's always focused on bowling. It's, yes, bowling is the only thing that matters, yeah. and it's always about that. And so he is focused literally on that one thing. And here, I'm, I'm going to play this scene where they scattered Donnie's ashes. Oh, because dude. Because dude. It, to me, it's the like... The first this, time... Okay, the first time I ever watched that might be the hardest, hardest I've, I've ever, ever laughed. laughed. Yeah. It's... it's Yeah, it's just... Un- we got to get through a fucking ad because YouTube. But it, so just to set the scene, their friend Donnie Karavatsas has died of a heart attack. Spoiler alert. Um, spoiler alert, Donnie dies. We should have um, done a spoiler alert at the beginning of this. Theodore Donald Karavatsas. Yeah. Um, and so they take his ashes in a Folgers can um, because the <laughs> hold on, just let that ride. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, watch it. Just watch just it. Just watch it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just a spoiler. God damn it! Um, that's part of it. So anyway, so they go. This is a couple minutes. So they go to the. They go to the to uh, an outlook over the ocean, over the bosom of the Pacific. Yes, and. To scatter his ashes. So Walter standing up front, dude standing directly behind him with sunglasses on. Just keep that in mind, and I'll explain what happens here when it gets to it. He was he was one of us. He was a man who loved the outdoors and bowling. <laughs> As a surfer, he explored the beaches of Southern California. Featured up a little bit, Michael. From La Jolla to Leo Carrillo, and, and up, up to, to Pismo. Up to Pismo. <laughs> he died. He died as so many young men of his generation before his time. Walter's a Vietnam In your man, wisdom, yeah. Lord, you took him. As you took so many bright, flowering young men. And the whole time the dude's on, just shaking his Lond head. Dock, at Hill 364. <laughs> These young men gave their lives. So Donnie. So Donnie. <laughs> Donnie who loved bowling. <laughs> and so... Theodore Donald Karabatsos, in accordance with what we think your dying wishes might well have been, we commit your final mortal remains to the bosom of the Pacific Ocean. You got to look this scene up when you, yes. get, when you listen to this. Which you love so well. Good night, sweet prince. <laughs> so he scatters the ashes, and the wind blows him straight back onto the dude. And he just stands there expressionless. And it's it's literally the funniest yes, scene I've is. ever seen it's in a so movie. Good. And Walter doesn't realize it's happening. He gets a little bit on his arm. Oh shit, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> Goddamn wind. Fuck. God damn it, Walter. You fucking asshole. Dude, I'm sorry. It's a fucking travesty with you, man. I'm sorry. It was an accident. What was that shit about Vietnam? I'm sorry. What the fuck does anything have to do with Vietnam? Dude, I'm what sorry. What the fuck are you talking about? Dude, I'm sorry. Fucking. And then they hug. It's it's it's, it's, it's a, a beautiful it, scene. It really is. It turns into from this like funny. Fuck, Walter Ridiculous Martin. scene but, to like sweet. Hey, fuck it, man. Let's go bowling. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, the grief finally just takes him over. Yes. And it's just, it really, it really is just this really heartwarming scene it between is. these two yeah, guys. Yeah, it really turns into that. But you, you basically, like, they're, they're, like, friendship's another thing to talk about in this movie because it's big. Yes. Like, the friendship between the three of them, it's almost like, it's like this dysfunctional shit we have. It is. Like, yeah, yeah, it really like, is. Like, you would think we fucking Matt, hate each Matt other. Matt is Donnie, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I am. Because I get told to shut the fuck up. Um, Man in the black pajamas, dude. Worthy fucking adversary. <laughs> All right, go ahead. But but they, it's just, Walter is just, like, fuck it, dude. Let's, let's yeah. go bowling. Like, yep. Let's just not worry about whatever is going on, and let's just go do this one thing. And... To me, that's 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 a beautiful thing. I mean, that's that's what we've talked about how many times on this podcast. You just mentioned it in yours about being in the moment. Like, yes. Yeah. Fuck it. Go bowling. Yep. Have the drink. Go. Yep. I mean, find the joy wherever you can find it. Um, uh, another thing, obviously, is uh, is abiding. The the end of the movie. He's talking to the uh, the narrator, who's Samuel Elliott. Which the, is just perfect. It's perfect. perfect because he plays no part. He serves no purpose no. in the movie at all. No. And it's just fantastic. He doesn't. It's such a Coen Brothers move, and I love it yeah. so much. I'm not going to play that clip, but it's because it's like two minutes long, too. But um, but he it ends the the last line or the last line the dude says is, "Well, you know, the dude abides." Um, and, and I love it that he said that the the narrator says that Samuel L's character says. Uh, the dude abides something to the effect of he's out there taking it easy for all us sinners. I thought he, about he says I love I love knowing he's out there taking the dude, it easy taking it easy for all us sinners. Yeah. Like there's that there's that it's about there it's it's almost like he's saying like the world needs more present people. And the dude is definitely just a present person. Yeah. He just yeah. he goes with the flow. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Like yeah. this, whatever yeah. life throws his way, he just kind of rolls with it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, and I thought about today the context of, you know, it, it takes place in Los Angeles County. Right. Um, which is the city of angels, which I didn't find it to be that necessarily. <laughs> um, but you think, I mean, you think about Los Angeles. I mean, it's, it's literally a fucking rat race 24 seven there. And so for the dude to exist in that kind of culture, yes. And to literally pursue nothing. Yeah. He pursues nothing. nothing. He pursues the moment. And Walter pursues essentially the moment versus so there's there's a pursuit of nothing or there's a pursuit of nothing in the context of what most people do. They just chase and chase and chase. This yeah. whatever chase and chase and chase a million things and never catch anything. Even when they do, they're not happy. Versus just abiding in the moment before you. Like he's just a guy that bowls and drinks white Russians. Yeah. And he seems to be perfectly fine with yeah. that. Yeah. I, and that to me, that's that's one of the bigger is yep. the idea of just abiding in the moment. And um, I mean, if you want a life motto, the dude abides is a pretty damn good yeah. one. It's pretty we great. almost uh, named the podcast the Pastors Abide. Yeah, we did. That was one of the options. Yeah, but and you can. I mean, the Church of Dudism exists. Like uh, Kathleen's a Dudist priest, I yes. believe. Um, I am too. Actually, <laughs> are you? Yeah, I need to do that. Um, and it, but the whole concept is just abiding. Like that's the whole premise behind. Yeah, being a, a Dudist is. You just divide in the moment. Yeah. So, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Mine uh, is no surprise. It's going to be Star Wars. <laughs> nice. Uh, so I, I, I want to talk about Star Wars as a whole and then specifically uh, The Last Jedi. I watched is, the end of Last Jedi before you got the, here. Where the magic is. So um, Star, Star Wars at its core <laughs> uh, is about myth. It's full of mythology. Uh, it's got shit tons of Joseph Campbell's. Campbell yeah. and Campbell's soup. hero's journey. Yeah, hero's journey. Joseph Campbell is just he's he's throughout the the series. Like he has he it is straight up Joey Cam's. Yeah, 
Um, and I, I think storytelling at its best uh, tells us a story about ourselves. You see with uh, A New Hope, the, the, the original Star Wars, it's, you know, it, it's a story about a young boy finding his way in, in the world. And that's everybody's story. Yeah. Um, and, and then, um, so, so the, what I like about The Last Jedi is that it revealed to me something about all the other films that I didn't qu- fully grasp. Yeah. Um, and, and it's... Uh, that the prequels were shit. No. We're, we're, <laughs> we'll get into the prequels here in a minute. So... Trap in everybody. This could be a long yeah. one. Yeah. I, I, I didn't. Sh- I didn't shit. <laughs> no, you're on, fine. On your book. Jar Jar is Jesus. Pass it on. Um, yeah, Jar Jar is, is Jesus. Um, I, you know I love Star Wars. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, I, I heard somebody say recently that that uh, <laughs> the Force Awakens. Uh, when they brought back Star Wars for the Force Awakens, Episode Seven was like the first one with the new owners. Um, it says it's a love letter to Star Wars, while uh, the Last Jedi is a dissertation of Star Wars. Oh, interesting! And yeah, it, that uh, is interesting. I buy that. Um, so, fr- from a certain point of view, the the entire <laughs> thanks, Obi Wan. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, the <laughs> the the whole series one through nine, or we assume one through nine, one through eight so far is about um, deconstructing a religion. Yeah, it's the Jedi religion. Um, and, and throughout um, the whole series, you see um, just a religion that is in bed with politics. Mm-hmm. Sound familiar? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and, and I think that's wait. No, I don't know what you're what are you, yeah, what are you getting. Luke's evangelical. Pass it on. So yeah, <laughs> Luke the, the James Dobson of the uh, <laughs> galaxy. Um, but uh, in kind of like my. After watching um, The Last Jedi, I did a rewatch of all the films, and I'm currently through another rewatch. But um, <laughs> leading up to shocking, leading, leading up, up to, to the Rise of Skywalker, yeah, the Rise of Skywalker, oh, man, yeah. fucking a dude. That's, yeah, yeah. That's I thought Last Jedi was great. Anybody that I doesn't agree, fuck off. Yeah, I mean, I, it's fine. I, I, I understand that. It, it's right. fine. The casino but, scene but was crap, and Leia. There's the Leia thing was a little okay. Who, fine, who, but, cares? Yeah, who yeah, cares? Yeah, I don't. But, it, but, but it, yeah, yeah. Overall, I loved it. Yeah. So, um, in the rewatch of the prequels, I noticed, um, hey, Lenny, uh, just making sure you're not Jude. I, I realized <laughs> how big of assholes the uh, the Jedi Council is. Yeah. Um, they are getting into polix, politics and religion, um, and, and they shouldn't be involved in goddamn trade negotiations. <laughs> they shouldn't. The, the very first scene in episode one are Jedi on their way to be part of a trade negotiation. Yeah. Uh, let's fucking send Joel Osteen <laughs> to go do a, a, a trade negotiation. Like, how that's, ridiculous that's is that? You know, I hadn't thought of that, actually, but you're so, right. Yeah. They're, I have a feeling I'm never going to watch the movies the same way. No, I know. Um, so uh, there's an imbalance to the force. Um, and, and I don't think the it's imbalance... Joel fault. And I don't... Yeah, it's Joel Osteen's fault. I don't think the imbalance of the force is, is between the Jedi and the Sith. I think... The imbalance is between the Jedi and power, um, and, and how much power they yes. have. I, I can, in, I can buy, yeah, that. I can buy that in 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 the galaxy as a whole. So, um, the Force, if you will, saw what was going on and knew that the only way to balance the Jedi were the Sith. Not not to say that you know use that with whatever you want. Right. Uh, Qui Gon saw through this. He um, well his 
fucking master was Dooku. Um, spoiler alert for people not not familiar with the expanded universe. Um, I don't think I knew that. Um, but he he wouldn't join the the council because he didn't believe he he wanted to you know form his own path and he's right. ultimately the one who figured out how to bring life back uh, uh, to basically live after death and you know, he's ostracized become, essentially because what's Yoda tell Obi Wan in Qui Gon uh, Qui Gon's defiance I sense in you yeah yeah and, and they saw him as defiant yo but but it flips later on because Qui Gon's the one who teaches Yoda how to become one with the Force because. Qui Gon actually becomes one with the Force, and he trains Yoda. That's who a trains, universe. I'm assuming uh, Obi Wan. Well, that's it's, it's still it? <laughs> still canon. Okay, but uh, it's in uh, Clone Wars. Gotcha. Um, but um, you, you look at that, and um, well, I'll, I'll circle back to one with the Force. But let's let, let's say the Force um, represents God. Okay. Um, and let's think of the Force as not an entity, but as the ground of being, it, it's all around us. Thanks, Paul Tillich. Yes. But, or, <laughs> you know, George Lucas, who knows? Paul Tillich is everyone. Yeah. Um, but, but, Paul um, Tillich stole his shit from George Lucas. <laughs> so, so, so you've got, uh, this huge organization that, that eventually, um, uh, and, oh, wow, let me, I got a note about the, uh, the chosen one. So, um, let me find that real quick. Um, I don't know what a fast forward button is. Sorry. <laughs> God damn it. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so there is dualism in the, in the force mm-hmm. and dualism, uh, as we have learned is not a great thing. Um, and the refrain from the, the prophecy of the chosen one is that they will bring balance to the force, thus ending dualism. So you see Luke who, um, learned of the Jedi council, mm-hmm. learned of, of this, organized religion and people like, Oh, I can't wait for Luke to bring back the old, the old time, old good times. You know what I mean? To bring back the church and and people expected that. And so we started a a fucking Jedi, uh, school. Um, and it went to fucking shit. And when we meet Luke in the last Jedi, um, imagine somebody coming up to you now, Brad, and handing you uh, a purpose driven life. Would you chuck it over your shoulder? Without a doubt. Yeah. That's what Luke does with his lightsaber in the very beginning. And Mm -hmm. it seems so funny in the movie. Like, the first time I saw it, I was like, "Um, that's stupid. Like, they're just trying to get a cheap laugh. But the truth is, he's so fed up with with that past, with that part of himself, that um, he he has no use for it. He's like, why would I want to take part in that old religion that I I have cut myself off of? And you see Luke, he's someone who's been hurt by this religion that he's in and he has cut himself off from every aspect of it. He has cut himself off from the force. That's a, that's yes. a refrain in the movie. Um, so, so, so another thought I had was what if the, the bad guys are the re- religious elite, um, the Jedi claiming, uh, that they have the right to connect with God in a certain way. Um, which is interesting because doesn't it make, uh, midichlorian counting all the more sinister <laughs> you're in you're out yeah you yeah, yeah, yeah but but in we in a new hope we found out the forces for everyone yes. it's it, it's around everyone mm. everyone has access to it 
um, but the Jedi want to determine who's in and who's out by their, their works. Interesting. Um, so let me see here. You're really um, making me hate Jedis. <clears throat> well, well, they're kind of assholes, man. They, they get into war- wars. I mean, it's funny that they're called peacemakers uh, because they're also generals in wars. There's as much a peacemaker as a cult peacemaker. Am I yeah. right? <laughs> Who's with yeah. me? So um, Luke says in The Last Jedi, he said that all the, the, the Jedi Order needs to die. He said the Jedi needs to die. Um, and that's what he means. He says that old religion needs to god, die. The I way love of the Jedi. that shit in the, in the Last Jedi, dude. Yeah. Oh, god. So good. So, um, oh, page turners. They were not. Yes. So, so I'm going to play that scene right now because this is oh, a, a so conversation. Uh, basically, uh, Luke has decided that he is going to go in and basically destroy this temple where the, the sacred texts are are built so let's play that master yoda (laughs) i'm ending all of this the tree the text the jedi i'm gonna burn it down So Yoda, Yoda with a finger Yoda, lightning. <laughs> Yoda just summoned light. So Luke was hesitating and Yoda summoned lightning from the sky to destroy the temple. So here we go. Sets it ablaze. <laughs> Yoda laughing. Um, damn it. I thought there was going to be more to that. Um, so... Um, he goes on the conversation lasts longer. Apparently they're not going to show the whole fucking scene. God damn it. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, find it, Michael. No, if you, if you could, that would be helpful. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so, so basically, um, they're talking about Ray. Uh, he's destroying the, 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 the temple, this temple, uh, destroying the books. And Yoda says something to the effect of, um, doesn't, doesn't she have what she already needs with inside within her? There, there's some, some reflection inside of her that, that she already has. She already has the, the way of enlightenment. It's not through books. It's through, uh, searching in herself. Right. Um, which I think is, is super fascinating. Um, the Jedi order to end. Time to end. For you to look past a pile of old books. <laughs> the sacred Jedi texts. Oh, read them, have you? <laughs> well, I page turners, they were not. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Wisdom they held, but that library contained nothing that the girl Ray does not already possess. Hmm. Skywalker, still looking to the horizon. Never hear that. Let me poke in the front stick. of your nose. Talking mm. about being present. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
What's in I front was of your weak. Nose? Unwise. Lost Ben Solo. You did. Lose Ray. We must not. I can't be what she needs me to be. Heeded my words not. Okay. Did you? So, so, so the scene um, when Yoda sets fire to the temple uh, and and talks to Luke about the Jedi religion. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on, but there's also uh, um, it's kind of a call to Dietrich Bonhoeffer's religionless Christianity yeah. that he wrote uh, under Hitler. Um, that idea that um, we we have something innate in us that that can tell us truths about how things are, if that makes sense. Yep. Yep. Um, which is shit. That's the path I'm on right now. I think through meditation, I've learned so fucking much more than through yes. yep. any amount of books. Yep. Um, <clears throat> not to shit on books, but you know, right. Whatever. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. So, um, I, I think a lot of us can relate with Luke's journey because, um, he, he's, when you enter into this, movie he's a dude who's broken uh he's deconstructed from his religion he's cut himself off um but he's still kind of hanging near it because he knows there's some truth in the force there's there's some truth in what is going on here he knows it's it's real he's seen the shit um but there is a fear um of doing more damage than good i think uh and so he has decided not to to, to participate. Yeah. Um, and it, it's interesting that at, at, at the last, the, 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 where we see Luke um, before he becomes one with the force, which one with the ground of all being, let's say he is in the Lotus position. Yes. Um, how he, <laughs> it, it, it's just, it, the metaphor is right there. It's like, through enlightenment, he became one with the force. Yes. Uh, became one with the ground yeah. of all being. Right. Um, yeah. I, I, it's, I could talk about the Sith cave. Um, so <laughs> when freaking Ray goes in the Sith cave, um, she went, there's your mom's sick name. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, so she, she went to this cave to find, <laughs> Anth- God damn it. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> anyway, Michael, keep All right. going. All right. So, I'm sorry. So, Ray goes to the Sith cave uh, to find answers, and all she got was a mirror. Yeah. Her, the answers are within her. And then, even Billy pointed this out to me. It, when she's looking at herself, it's not just herself, but it's different versions of herself it, they're all a little bit different they're all tweaked just a little bit um and it represents the different aspects of who we are there's duality of self as well you know what it feels like to me when i was watching the the last jedi for the first time and even to a lesser extent rogue one and um uh force awakens was <laughs> it was almost like uh george lucas in the late 70s early 80s was like we're just going to create this fun epic trilogy yeah or whatever and it was almost like the movies that have come after have gone people have studied them and thought oh man there's some great philosophical and sort of spiritual shit here and they've leaned into that oh yeah like you know what i'm saying like it feels like 
he was just trying to make a fun epic and everybody went, oh shit, there's some profound stuff here. And they've really leaned into that. Yeah. And I think narrative. he has leaned into that. Yeah, as I well. think so too. Uh, I, I yeah. think, I think um, from his early, early drafts, a lot of the mythology wasn't there. Um, it, but, but it, he added it on and layered it on. And I, I think he definitely tapped into the, the religion. I mean, it's the Jedi is referred to as religion so yeah, many times right. in a new hope. Yep. You're the last one of that religion. That, yes. You know, um, so for me, um, even, even the, uh, the ending of the last Jedi, um, it, what I find is, is great for, for where I'm at now is so Luke has effectively killed this religion. He has this, he, he fins off, uh, uh, this last threat to, to basically to kill off this religion and yep. this rebellion, if you will, this, uh, what do they call it? a resistance from, yep. um, you know, a different kind of um, terrible regimen, Hitler-esque regimen. Yeah. Um, and he, he, <laughs> a less than subtle. Yes. Less than yes. subtle. Right. Yes. Version. Less than yeah. subtle version of Hitler. Um, so it, it, it's literally no one has come to their rescue. They're all alone. They're backed in a corner. Luke steps in and, and saves them. And uh, literally out of the rubble, um, this re- this resistance is restored. This religion is saved through Ray, um, and uh, it it's the beginning of a reconstruction of sorts mm-hmm. for that religion. Yeah. So I don't know. That's that's pretty much all I got for it. Yeah, and again, so, there's so much more. Obviously, yeah, yeah. I I, I could do are, yeah. I could do a, you could do a something series for every of podcasts. fucking movie. You yeah, could, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there and are I, a series of podcasts. I haven't even haven't even scratched the surface just in that film, but yeah. like there, there's there's so much to be learned about just the story as a whole and and how we interact with stories and um, that we could do a whole series of podcasts. Yeah, well, that was one deep motherfucking dive into Star Wars, buddy. Yeah. That was great. Sorry. Michael, that was great. Michael never goes anything but deep no. That was, Star that was Wars, fantastic, man. Yeah, man. I'll is. never yeah. watch him the same way. That was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I've got one more. Um, the movie. Okay, so I love the Coen Brothers. Love. Yep. I. I feel like they explore through the movies. They explore the absurdity and just complete fucked upness of life. Yeah. Like better than any filmmakers ever do. Like, I agree. They are yeah. just. I mean, you look at. Uh, I thought about using No Country for Old Men, where the essential thing is like. Death is this inevitable fucking force that you can't stop. You can't stop yeah. it. Um, which, go ahead. Okay, so I've got three. I'll go ahead. And, that was my second one. Death is an inevitable <laughs> uh, force that you can't stop. Um, which we've talked about. I mean. And essentially, in that movie, there's no fucking justice. No. Like, no. the movie and just no fucking. for old men. Yeah, the, the movie just ends. Like, there's no justice whatsoever. He just walks away scot-free. Anyway. Uh, the movie A Serious Man. Oh God, I love it. I need Jeez. to watch it. It's on okay. Netflix right now. It's it's oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh shit. It's. I'm looking at a list of the Coen Brothers. Have you ever movies. watched this one, Michael? Uh, no, you I haven't. I've oh. seen a whole bunch of them. Okay, so it's it's almost. We should watch this together. In some ways, it's almost a uh, modern retelling of Job. Job. Mm-hmm. Um, but the movie follows this guy. He's a professor. He's a he's a, a Jewish man, very <laughs> Larry Gopnik. Yeah, very straight laced. <laughs> like yeah. he does what he believes to be right in any situation. And as the movie builds, 
he just keeps getting into these situations that that are beyond his control that are just more and more escalating and just being fucked up. His wife leaves it, wants to leave him. Yeah. His kid gets into trouble. Like, and like at one point he goes to rabbis and he's quite his rabbis and he's questioning him. Like, what the fuck am I doing to deserve any of this? I don't do, I am a serious man. In other words, I am. He even says that at one point, I am a serious man. I, I don't deserve what's happening to me. And the reality is he doesn't. He actually tries to do what's right in every in the in every situation. And this inevitable series of bullshit just keeps happening to him and happening to him and happening to him. Yep. In the movie like the movie ends on this cliffhanger essentially where you just see like there's a tornado coming to like coming it's outside of town coming to town and you see where it's heading toward his towards his kid's school and they can't get to the to the bunker like to the underground safe area storm shelter mm. storm shelter so like it's a serious man yeah and so it just ends with him in the distance you see this tornado coming and that's how it ends like and so there is just something so real about this movie to me where shit happens yeah like that's essentially this movie is shit happens it, it reminds me of of jesus you know saying like you know god calls rain to sun and rain to to shine and to fall on yeah. the righteous and the unrighteous like there's no like this movie dispels the notion that there is a hierarchy in god's sight in other words that there is um by doing all the right things, you'll have better outcomes or by being evil, you'll have this. I mean, look at our country right now. Donald Trump it, in our country is being run by just genuinely evil people and they're succeeding. Yeah, they're winning. They're winning. And so like, you know, you can talk all day long about, well, they're not going to win in the end. Okay, so fine. But they're winning right now. Yeah. And what that has to do, like what's so offensive about that is that it cracks open our as much as we've deconstructed, I think we still carry a lot of that idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Subliminally of, man, if I just do the right shit, good stuff's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't always work out that no, way. Sometimes it does, it does. A lot of times it doesn't. That good, bad shit happens to really good people, and good shit happens to really bad people sometimes. Yeah. Well, like, here, the interesting thing about that passage you mentioned is somebody pointed this out once. Rain is good. Rain, rain was good. good. Yeah. So, like, good shit's going to happen to bad people. Yes. It's gonna. Like, yeah, and that's and that's what I mean that was a I mean that's a that passage from Jesus is he was is a rev, was is a revolutionary statement now. Imagine what it was 2000 years ago. Yeah. You know, the the very idea was if as Israel if we do all the right things, if we follow the Torah, follow mm-hmm. the commandments, God will bless us and Jesus is like, "Nah, it doesn't work that no, way." No, I bless Romans too. Like it doesn't yeah. he's just like it doesn't fucking work that way. Yeah. That is Think about two thousand years ago. How that just really—I mean, that just that just tore the lid off of everything. Yeah, I mean, and it does even now because I think we still hold on to that. We still hold on to this idea that if we just do all the right stuff, you can go into most churches in America this Sunday and you're going to hear something similar. Yep. Yeah. The idea that yeah. if it, God blesses righteousness, He wants righteousness. Well, this movie does a brilliant job of 
you look at a righteous man. You could say instead it. of a serious man, they yeah. could have called it a righteous man. Yeah. It is a, is a righteous person, and shit just keeps happening. Yep. Yeah. Bad shit just keeps happening. He doesn't deserve it. And that's the beauty of the book of Job. You know, Job, a lot of... I, I remember thinking, man, what a fucked up story. Okay, if you take it as a as a literal thing that happened, which it wasn't, it was a myth. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, it's a really fucked up story. If you take it as a myth... You see the brilliance of that. Yeah. This is a good man. Job is a good man in that story and just gets completely shit on. Single-handedly disproves everything Joel Osteen taught. Yes. He just gets completely and totally shit on. His friends are like, the entire book is his friends just showing up going, well, what the fuck did you do wrong? He's like, I didn't do a fucking thing wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. I don't deserve any of this. I'm like, well, you probably did. You you had to have done something. He's like, fuck you. His friends are assholes. Like, fuck you. The whole book is Job going, fuck off. I didn't do anything. And like, and so then at the end, he just gets inexplicably blessed by God. He doesn't do anything to really deserve his blessing either. Like that there's just this, um, like the book of Job, which is actually, interestingly enough, a lot of scholars believe is the oldest book of the Bible. Yep. Yeah. Like it was the first written scripture that we have in the Bible is a, a, a mystical treatise on there's no rhyme or reason to life. I can, and, sum, and, up, I can sum up uh, Job in two words. Shit happens. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, but bad shit and good shit. Yeah. And it just, it doesn't matter like be good for the sake of being good. You don't be good because you get things that it's ripping. That book rips the lid off of that idea that if you just do the right shit then nothing bad will happen to you, it's not the way it works. Yeah. And so the, a serious man kind of takes a more modern look of that. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen that movie, man, it's so good. I need to rewatch it. I highly yeah. recommend it. It came out so 10 is, years ago. It is on Netflix. So is it the is last Jedi. Yeah. Both those are on, yes. on Netflix. Yeah. So that's, that's my second one. I, those are the two movies that I really thought of that just for me te- teach deeply profound things in high fidelity. It's a, it's a almost a comedy at times. It's got a lot of funny stuff, but mm-hmm. it teaches very profound things through that humor. A serious man is almost a, a modern retelling of an old Bible story. Yeah. I mean, Joel and Ethan Cohen were are Jews. Like, yeah. so they, you know, they grew up with these Biblical narratives. narrative is throughout. The yes. Movies. They grew yeah. up with these narratives and they do a, just a, for me, a masterful job mm-hmm. of the, retelling. These, they didn't do these high things. fidelity, right? No, that yeah, was, that uh, I like... did high fidelity. I can't I remember. Think, I don't remember. I'll Google it. Um, uh, what do you, what's your favorite Cohen brothers movie? I mean, Lebowski's Lebowski. my favorite. Raising Arizona. Raising That's Arizona is great. pretty good, too. I love that good. movie. What? I, what, was, what were they wearing? I don't know. Pajamas with Yodas and shit on them. I don't know. <laughs> Stephen Frears were, uh, directed it. Okay. So, All right. yeah. All right. Well, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. Is your last name Arizona? No, it's Huff Hines. Why'd you change it? <laughs> well, what'd you call your business unpainted Huff Hines? <laughs> God, that's a great flick. I have watched that. In that's years. Nicolas Cage's best movie. Oh, and don't even add Holly it. Hunter. Like, oh, they're it's Holly great. Hunter's in a number. John Goodman's one, great in it. Like, he had Holly one Hunter, other right? decent yeah. movie. Holly Hunter's great in it. He had another decent movie later in life. Let me see what it was. National Treasure, Ghost Rider. No, National Treasure is a con. con National Treasure is a guilty pleasure movie. That's was, a fucking was, fun movie. It was man. Face Off. That was it. Face no, it was off. Left Behind. 
face off. I love National Treasure. I have an idea. Unapologetically, I love a National A movie Treasure. where John Travolta acts like Nick Cage, <laughs> and Nick Cage acts like John Travolta. It's, it's box office gold, yeah. baby. Oh, shit. Anyway, those were mine. What was his movie that was actually decent? Ghost Rider. No. No, no it wasn't Ghost Rider. The Rock. No. The Rock. I forgot about Adaptation. The Rock. Adaptation was pretty I've good. I've never seen that. That was pretty good. Anyway, um, he's fantastic in Raising Arizona. Yeah. And Captain Corelli's Mandalay. The, the, no, scene, the scene where he's being chased by the cops. Wimp talkers. God, it's so good. I mean, it's no Bangkok Dangerous. <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> nope. No, it wasn't. <laughs> All right. We're going to kill this shit. Yeah, let's kill it. Oh, yeah. Let us know. Uh, yeah, let us know what, some what, mo- what are some movies you guys like. Yeah, we're interested to know. And yeah. Not just like for entertainment value, but stuff you find sort of a deeper meaning in. And keep it like one paragraph. Yeah. I don't have time to read. If a, they're good enough treat. and they're short enough, we'll read some of them. I don't have time to read a fucking treatise. Make it a pamphlet. Yeah. yeah. Make it Let's a chick know. track. Uh, chick track level. Yeah. Because we, we we might talk about it next week. We should do this again. We'll I have other movies. Yeah. What? How many more movies have you seen? Like four? Yeah, Michael, I've seen four movies. Talk about the... Uh, Great Muppet Caper. Oh. Muppets Take Manhattan. Have you seen that? Yes, I've seen, I've seen that. You've never seen the Muppets Take Manhattan? I, I don't or the Great Muppet Caper? I don't know about the Caper. I think maybe Oh, Manhattan. Great Muppet Caper's awesome. I saw the the Muppets, the the yeah. one with Jason... No, I didn't see that. What's his name? It's not bad. Yeah. So, all right, good talk. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wrong one. <laughs> now that we cooped in your seat, you can tell us what you think. The five stars get red, but one star is dead. Feedback. <laughs> Hey, feedback. People want us to do feedback. Yeah, I'm not going to do a top ten anymore. I'm just going to randomly go through. I'm not, I haven't looked at fucking any of these, so I'm just going to go through some notifications we got. Uh, AKA Mood Indigo at Negate the Chaos. Negate. At What's that, Negate? Podcast. Nope. Hashtag DJ Katniss. Uh, backup Basinger. noise dot gif. Negate. Hashtag read a goddamn book. Hashtag it's the end of the world as we know it. Hashtag Gary Busey of Foods. Hashtag hash gag. Hashtag good King Stanislaus. I'm glad you're having this discussion because I've distanced myself from Facebook and the pub lately. Just need space. Love you long, Tim. Hey, look, there's somebody that fucking agreed with who, us. Yeah, who actually heard what we said. <laughs> who didn't completely misunderstand what well, you're actually, um, well, actually, uh, uh, I learned uh, <laughs> I learned how to use orbits uh, <laughs> on the internet. That changed my mind. Changed my mind on how to book air flights. I used orbits. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, then, uh, your mom at swashbuckling. Wow. That hashtag caught me by surprise. When I heard it, I thought, no way those guys will pick that one. And here we are. Hashtag. Well, lick my clit, Andy. Oh, that's what, that's what negate was <laughs> to saying which, about, uh, nope. To no. which his, uh, her, her husband T dot O dot at Knowles underscore TK put maybe Mayberry was actually a fetish sex colony. Then hashtag well lick my clit. Andy would be screamed in muffled fashion from a gimp mask. Wow. Wow. Is T dot O dot. Is that a URL? No. No. Well, shit. Uh, Let's see what else we got. Um, 
Okay, here's a, okay. This is a thread. Let's read a thread. Why not? Do we have to read a thread? It's fine. Chris Stein at Chris Stein Music. Oh yeah, Chris. <laughs> We've interacted with him before, have we? Yeah. Okay. Position. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Chris Stein Music. I figured you dumb fuck. Well, uh, <laughs> or he owns a record store. <laughs> at past. Are you robbed from high fidelity? I really enjoyed the last episode and wanted to share my social media journey. Hey, look, somebody else that actually agreed with us. All two of you. <laughs> Did he agree with us? I, apparently. Um, now we have to read one that somebody doesn't agree with us. This Let is what he says. One. I got on. God this is a it. series of like six tweets. I got on to follow my favorite artists. It was a way of seeing into their lives a bit and have teasers for future projects. Over the years, I've seen myself grow addicted to looking at the news of the day or checking my notifications to see if there's anything to respond to. I finally took a bigger leap and gave it up for Lent and found, one, I was ego-driven for response, which we fucking mentioned. Shocker. I wasn't really posting to add to conversations, but for the likes, and this sort of allowed a false relationship with who I was engaging with think we said that number two i was not missed at all no one came looking for me (laughs) other than the facebook or twitter or insta bots noticing i wasn't on their platform i missed uh three i missed from an addiction standpoint but also because i missed the bit of connection i originally enjoyed which leads me to the last thing the problem was me i have to change i'm still working this out the things i'm missing out on kids wife actually sitting down and being still carving time to read or create are the things that matter I agree that truth doesn't matter as most of us. It, it is perceived truth based on how one feels. This can change, but it's in us and it's in action. These social platforms are just big message boards. Real change takes time. And with our instant society, it's going to be impossible to change until we learn to slow down and unplug. And it all starts with me. That, that is, is what we were fucking saying. Yeah. Thank you, Chris Stein. And he, one great thing. I about think he that. actually said it better than we did. Yeah. Good job, Chris. Um, one thing that he said, I think too, is people won't quit the, the platform because there is a fear that they won't be missed. Yeah. There is a fear yep. that they're not important. And that's not the case. That's not the fucking case. You are important. But here's the thing. Facebook isn't about you. It's about me. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Our social media is about the person posting. It's never about the other people. It's about you saying what you feel is important. Yep. All right, so that's all podcast. I'm going to read. That was this great. I wanted to end me. with that because that yeah, was that's great. a good one. I like that. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, everybody else didn't like it, so find their their. Uh, they're entitled to their opinion. I get throughout. it. It's fine. Whatever. I don't care. If you don't like it, that's fine. I mean, you're wrong, but <laughs> I mean, you're wrong, but uh, uh, whatever. Maybe, maybe on the uh, on the on the on the, on the base, you could just uh, play some different notes. <laughs> <laughs> if you play not badly, that'd be great. Um, and if you could plug it in, <laughs> Michael would be great. Michael played the song. That's uh, Michael. Buster from the sound booth. Do we, hey, we have any feedback? No, no five stars. Okay, oh, we did well, get something, but not not any words. Oh, is it a bad review? No, we just didn't get any words. Uh, we got five stars, but no reviews. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got any one stars? Who cares? Fuck these guys. Fuck we haven't had one of those in a while. I don't think. I don't care. Yeah, We're not going to read them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> We paid close attention and we wrote them all down. Now it's time to decide our hashtag. All right. Hashtag Rowan's queef. Rowan's queef. Hashtag the whitest. It's not even what I fucking said. Yeah, I said Rowan's queef and you guys went queef. No, you said queef. No, I didn't uh, say queef. I'm pretty the sure queef. you did. Let's, the queef. Let's roll that beautiful bean footage on that. Uh, hashtag the whitest thing I've done. Hashtag. 
<laughs> a bush in the face is worth two in the hand. That is going to be the winner. Yep. Hold on. Hashtag oh. David Copperfield's raw chicken. Hashtag Copperfield's <laughs> Copperfield's cocks. Hashtag short oh. on nerve endings. Dog, shut up. Hashtag more of a germane vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag yawning rabbit. Hashtag goodnight sweet prince. Hashtag I love that one for Hashtag this Sith cave. And then hashtag Bangkok dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, of course you have a white computer. Fuck you. Hashtag Fox News comment se- section argument. Uh, hashtag 100% rooster meat. Hashtag that doesn't sound like Tito. Hashtag double feature with deep throat. Hashtag thanks, Obi-Wan. Hashtag Luke was an evangelical. Hashtag send Joel Osteen on a trade negotiation. <laughs> Hashtag Sith Cave. Yeah, that's pretty good, too. <laughs> Why did I not know that was called a Sith Cave that she was in there in that uh, movie? They probably didn't. Did they say it, or is no, that just a... Book. Okay, well. Hashtag. They made a book out of that. <laughs> they did. Hashtag several books. Bangkok Dangerous. <laughs> hashtag I used Orbits. And then hashtag Fetish Sex Colony. <laughs> I've got... Uh, hash, hashtag overhopped West Coast bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Except for this one. Yeah. Uh, Rowan's queef. <laughs> it's got to be Rowan's No, queef. come on. I didn't even say that. Yes, you you did. guys said that. <laughs> Let's roll the tape I, on that. Yeah, line. you roll the fucking tape. I didn't say Rowan's queef. God damn it. It's got to be Rowan's queef just because of how mad he is. About I, hate, it. I hate you guys so much. God damn it. Hashtag it's just <laughs> vanilla. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What was that from? It's Matt talking about Chance's album Just Vanilla Oh, white guy saying vanilla That's uh, talking about rap God, you a dick (laughs) (laughs) The beats aren't aren't dirty enough It's a real real bop Make it dirty with two R's Can I talk about things I irrationally hate right now? People over the age of thirty saying things are bops are are it uh, it, slaps. it slaps. Oh fuck me! Go like don't be that guy. How about it bangs? No, well that's it pounds. That's, oh, nah, no, she bangs. She, she bangs. Bangs is oh, a little baby, bit. When she moves. Even she moves. Saying it's a banger is a little bit obnoxious, but it's she bangs. Oh baby, when she moves, she moves. Are you crazy? Um. Hashtag a bush in the face. Hashtag <laughs> I really like a bush in the face. Oh it's my worth God. two in the That's hand. so good, man. It's so long, but that's so great. Hashtag uh, Copperfield's cocks. Kitty Rogers Roasters. <laughs> also strong. Uh, that's pretty strong. Uh, man, I really like that. Hashtag super duper snoopers. <laughs> What was that from? Mary Kate and Ashley. Oh. <laughs> We're super duper snoopers. Uh, hashtag, that doesn't sound like Tito. <laughs> I really like Kenny Rogers Roasters. That is an actual <laughs> restaurant. Yeah, though. Roosters. It's Roasters! I don't know. Is it still a restaurant? Or oh, I'm sure. I'm looking it up. I, I think there's a Seinfeld too. episode about it. It can't still be. There's no way there's a Kenny Rogers Roasters out there somewhere. I bet there is. Um, it was founded I... in 91 by country musician 
Kenny Rogers and former KFC CEO John Y. Brown Jr. John Y. Brown Jr. Boy, that is somebody that owns a chicken restaurant right there, folks. Oh, let's see history. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think they still exist. All right. So, what are we going with hashtags? Um, I don't know. I'm still looking at Kenny Rogers. I like Copperfield's cocks. I like. Uh, what was the? There was <laughs> one that you. They're actually huge in Malaysia. Same. Wow. In Indonesia, <laughs> there are as of 2012. As of 2012, there were still 74. There were still 74 Kenny Rogers roasters in Malaysia and eight in Indonesia. Wow. Did you, that's the hashtag. Michael's huge in Malaysia. <laughs> that's a perfect hashtag. I don't know. I like uh, um, uh, Rowan's Queef. Rowan's Queef. I, like, I really like A Bush in the Face is worth two in the hand. That's the one. That's the one, yes. A Bush in the Face is worth two in the hand or just yeah. a Bush in the Face? A Bush in the... F- <laughs> either, either one. That's kind of a winner. Either way you go, you win on that All one. All right, just pick one. All right. Uh, a bush in the face. If you've listened to this episode That's in its it. entirety, in hit us up on social media with the hashtag a bush in the face. Hashtag a bush in the so face. So in, in consecutive weeks, we've had a bush in the face and then lick my clit, Andy, and we somehow booked Richard Rohr for this podcast. Well, not anymore. Uh, somebody said... Uh, it's no wonder you guys can't get guests anymore. I was like, we aren't fucking trying to We're get not, guests. Yeah, we've got some guests. Well, okay, guest so books. prior to that was Teledildonic, Count Fistula, <laughs> Crunchy Socks, and Dictators. Oh, oh and then I Eat Assachusetts. <laughs> That's still my favorite of 2019, I think. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I Eat Assachusetts. Anyway, we're on Twitter at Passage Podcast. At Paul and Matt Sorter. At MJ Basinger. Um, Facebook.com slash Passage Podcast. Instagram. Support us on Patreon to get all our jizz and gloriouspastors.com, patreon.com slash pastorspodcast, jizzmuzzle.com. Yeah. And Jude's here. So. Hi, Jude! <laughs> Not a word. Good talk. <sighs> we should do that again. That was fun. Michael, can you send your stories, please? Just, I mean, just it is technically the end of the episode. Asking uh, for a friend. I've already got all the rest of mine. It's only 820. I know. Thank well, we Christ. started early because I got home early, so. Jesus, thank God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> For many reasons, really. <laughs> thank you, Allah. Thank you, little baby Jesus. <laughs> Thanks, Tom Cruise. Thanks, Gwen. <laughs>